0: Welcome to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Get ready to revitalize your mind, body, and soul. We're here to inspire women who are looking to break free from old patterns and ideas to create a life of increased confidence and improved health. Say goodbye to limiting beliefs and hello to new possibilities. So kick back, get ready to have some fun, and let's dive in. We'll uncover tools and insights that can help you build a life that's truly nourishing, body and soul. Hi, I'm Tracy. Hi, I'm Victoria. Hi, everybody. This is Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. The podcast. Here we are. Yes, yes. So today we're talking about intuitive eating. And um as you can imagine from the title of it, what it's called, it's about eating intuitively. And it's so easy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super easy. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that's why people do it. Um, it's, it's, it's well, it's it's, it's a is, process. It, is, it has our intuition process. has been trained out of this. And so it's, it actually, when she, anyway, we'll get to that. Um, and this topic. Sorry, I distracted is, you. I apologize. <laughs> I will be quiet
1: and let her give the intro at least before I go. But <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: This topic is so big I don't know I got, but... that we we will be covering this in many episodes. So don't worry if you leave this with more questions than answers. That's Okay today we're about we're going to give a brief overview of what it is go over the principles super quickly and then give you five resources to learn more about it if you want to learn more about it like right now before we get back to it with more episodes about it so this is more of a, a brief explanation and resource episode okay so there's 10 principles of intuitive eating and i know much better than this but um i can't even take these 10 principles of intuitive eating and treat them like more rules for another diet, which is <laughs> exactly what intuitive eating is not about. So I know I'm not alone in this and I do know better. And uh, so every now and then when I find myself approaching it like that, I got to go, come. no, not a diet, chill out, don't make it a diet.
1: So I know better, but I, um, I'm trying to give up sugar and this isn't the bad part um, i'm trying to give up sugar because my family is like filled with diabetes people and so i am like just getting to the point where like i have to start exercising and not eating sugar if i want to avoid a fate <clears throat> which it's is genetic yeah I mean, a pre- genetic fate pre- pre- yes. Pre- yes. Yeah. yes so i know better but i was giving up sugar And right before, the day before I did, I went to Cold Stone Creamery, which is an ice cream shop. And we haven't had it. It's a chain ice cream shop, and it's super, super good. And we haven't had it in our town, because we have a small town, and we just got it. And I'm so excited about it, like too excited about it a little bit. But anyway, so I know better, but I went to Cold Stone and got the biggest gotta-have-it like bit of ice cream that you for your last yes for my last my last sugar supper so I'm I I got it and there's like what it is is you get like whatever kind of ice cream it is Mm -hmm. and then there's like umpteen million toppings and they are down there they're like cookies and And
0: you can have like as many as you want right
1: oh yeah you can have as many as you want oh yeah Trust, I have and <laughs> you can have nuts you can have like um fruit you can have I never have fruit
0: candies and cookies yes yeah, so you have
1: like candy bars I got your Twix in my brownie cookie dough ice cream and um yeah so you get a time. so I ordered the biggest I ordered three toppings because who wants just one topping if you're going all the way and so the guy who made it, made it, and he must have sensed, like, he must have and sensed me. Yeah, sugar. he must have sensed, like, my like, desperation for that last sugar. Because when they make it, they take all the candies and whatever you've ordered, and they smoosh it up on this cold, cold stone, stone, and then they take it and they put it in the cup. Now, there's always, like, a little bit left, and they always scrape it off and put it in, like, I don't know, whatever, like a garbage thing. And i always, like, what? Like, no one's ever taken that he took the like extra bits and packed it on the top so because you gotta have it yes (laughs) because I gotta have it and he must have sensed that I needed it so anyway so yeah so then I'm walking out the store and I'm like licking the side of the bowl because there's so much stuff on there yes and I'm like anyway (laughs) nobody needed that visual sorry (laughs) um anyway so then yeah and then I get into the car and the whole time I'm hoping nobody sees me I'm hoping no one comes in because it's a small town and maybe they might. Nobody comes in and sees me getting Cold Stone Creamery for dinner. And so then I sit in the car because I'm too embarrassed to go home. And then I eat my ice cream. So
0: yeah, this whole last supper. And I tried to be intuitive about it.
1: I tried to go enjoy this Twix and pecans while I eat my chocolate brownie dough ice cream. I tried really hard. If I just made you guys hungry for ice cream, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just made myself hungry for ice cream.
0: I'll take it Yeah, we can trigger ourselves. Yeah, I just
1: trigger, trigger, trigger warning, trigger
0: warning. So, yeah, that whole last supper mentality. I'm imagining that if you're here with us, you probably have been on oh, a diet or two, yeah. and you're very familiar with what this whole last supper idea is. Mm-hmm. Just that you know. I'm gonna get this up forever, so I gotta get this now. I'm going yes. on a diet on Monday, so yeah. Now so I've got to I have mean, gotta eat all the yeah. things I'm I mean, never gonna be able to have again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to so, five pounds before I go to lose it. Yeah, it's the it, that desperation, which is one of the big problems with diets, mm-hmm. um, and the the restrictions. So with intuitive eating, so you're um, gonna help me. You're gonna help me with my well, yeah, this my intuitive eating. Yeah. <laughs> intuitive eating um it certainly can help with situation like that 100 um also realizing that this journey to becoming an intuitive eating is that it's a journey and you know you and I are not in our 20s we've had a lot of years behind us to have our intuition with food trained out of us mm-hmm. and so it's not can you just reveal I wasn't in my 20s yeah
1: I did for rude Okay, go ahead. I'm happy with my body.
0: (laughs) And your age. And my age.
1: (laughs) I'm mostly happy with my age on most days.
0: Anyway, so um, we're going to really quickly go over the principles of intuitive eating.
1: Can I just say something? I was Mm -hmm. talking to somebody and telling them I was going to do this intuitive eating um, podcast like this episode. Mm -hmm. And they said, Oh, intuitive eating. That's what skinny people say to like, make themselves feel feel better about everything. Like that makes them, it didn't even make sense. Like make themselves feel better. Like that's (laughs) what skinny people say. Not, it's not like a regular person. Like basically what they think they were saying is it's, you're saying don't diet. And so skinny people can easily, this is what I think what he he was saying, skinny people can easily say, don't diet. But oh, gosh. people who are not of the like like whatever the prescriptive mm-hmm. mold is, that they can't they can't use intuitive eating to help. Oh gosh. And I was, I didn't even know what to say. I was just shocked. <laughs> well, Wasn't my brother. Here. So <laughs>
0: This is All what I you diet culture, diet culture. What? <laughs> <laughs> Trigger, <laughs> feel free to get yeah. okay. that. diet culture talking right there. Yeah, right there. So here are the principles. Let's get this screen share going. Sorry, um, I was a little you know, interrupt,
1: but like I, I just saw, I wanted to put that out there at the beginning. This yeah. is not about. It's
0: not about being skinny. It's about developing a healthy relationship with food and your body, and about mental health and. Ultimately, physical health. So it's, yeah, it is 100% and not something that skinny people say to feel better about themselves or whatever. Yeah. So here are the principles. Um, The first one being reject the diet mentality. We've talked about that in an earlier episode where we talked about diet culture and just this. Understand too, you probably are reading ahead on this list if you're like me. <laughs> but, um, these things we understand, they sound simple and they're easier said than done, but it's a process and some of them sound pretty basic, but if we think, stop and think about it, it's like, it's just, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And
1: you're going to um, just, you're just going to read yeah. these and then we're going to talk about right, it, right? right. Right.
0: Okay. So the first I'm going to, to talk to... about some of these. Regions. Okay. <laughs> I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet for a little while. Yeah. We don't want to keep this visual up forever. So, um, mm-hmm. Reject the diet mentality is the first one, to get, to change, you know, just realize that that's a thing and get away from it. The next one is to honor our hunger and then make peace with food, to challenge the food police, to feel our fullness and to discover the satisfaction factor, to cope with your emotions without using food. Do not laugh. It is humanly possible. (laughs) Respect your body, which is different than body positivity. Exercise and feel the difference, not exercise and watch the scale go down or the muscles grow, whatever. And the 10th one is to honor your health with gentle nutrition. Um, so we'll talk about each of these more. I'm going to give you like a, a second or two if you want a screenshot or whatever yeah. um, to get that recorded for yourself if you want to. And then we're going to take this off so we can just talk about some of these now. Um so rejecting that diet mentality, obviously, it's just, you know, that whole, we've been talking about this already, that whole um that people are either are often so afraid of gaining weight, even if they're at a good weight already, so afraid of gaining weight that they're still living with a diet mentality. Yeah. And um the obviously, if we are heavier than we feel like we should be, then we want to be on a diet. And just that whole the idea of controlling in that way and having the need to control what we're eating so like from exterior sources or where where we're looking for that so that diet mentality that's and and these are numbered one to ten and they are this is how they're always listed but it's not like do this one first and then do this but it's they're not linear um yeah. So, I mean, you're not going to, don't wait until you've completely rejected the diet mentality before you start trying to honor your hunger. You know, it's I mean, like yeah. some of these steps are going to come more naturally and more easily, and some are going to be a lot harder and take a lot longer. Um, so, this is just the first one on the list is to re- recognize the diet mentality and then to realize that it's not serving us, yeah. any one of us. Um, next one is to honor your hunger. And that sounds pretty basic.
1: Yeah, but if you're, if you're, well, there's there's a couple of things. Uh-huh. One is, and we've talked about like, here you go. Here's your here's your your breakfast. Here's your snack. Here's mm-hmm. your lunch. Here's mm-hmm. your snack. Like these are the time you eat. Mm-hmm. Eat before this time because yeah. you don't want to eat eat before eight because then when you go to bed at nine thirty, then a lot of people do go to bed at nine thirty. I don't go to bed at 9 30, but anyways, it's a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am going to bed at 9 30 a.m. Anyway. Yeah.
0: So there's like that Very idea. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, regardless of how hungry or not hungry or that's not even on the table. Here's your portion. Here's your portion size. This is what you eat at this meal. Mm-hmm. Um, can
1: I not bash? I'm going to just tell a story well, about, but okay. I'm not bashing Jenny Craig and Jenny Craig people to come after me if it works and you feel good about that, that, but I was on Jenny Craig once. And, um, so you go, you go there and they give you your food. You have to buy the food. It's, it's their food. And then they, you work one-on-one with somebody. Okay. So you get three meals Mm -hmm. and two snacks and a dessert. Okay.
0: And did they tell you what, you like, time of day? That you oh, yeah, it yeah, you yeah, in? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting not just the food, but the time of the day Time of day, the well. day. yeah. Okay. So
1: anyway, so I but do... it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Isn't that funny? That is what people say. Like, oh, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Meaning you yeah, have to... lifestyle is living on this diet. Yeah, you <laughs> have a diet for the whole rest of your life and yeah. know that it's a diet, yeah. but pretend it's a lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know. It's anyway. crazy. So anyway... So I go there. The first week's fine. They give me the food. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. But their snacks are pretty good and the dessert's really good. And so the next week, I'm good, like, Monday. Tuesday, I eat, like, both of my snacks at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then, I know, and then my lunch, I eat my dessert. And then Wednesday, I ate all the rest of the snacks for the entire week and all the desserts for the entire week, all on Wednesday. So the rest of the week, I had to go without any... Desserts. desserts or snacks, which wasn't fun mm-hmm. and didn't give me enough calories for what I was supposed to have. So anyway, so I go there and you meet with somebody I didn't lose weight. And I met with a person and I said, look, lady, like, I don't want to have, I don't want to buy the snacks and the dessert. Can we stop and point out here that the, yeah. uh,
0: this whole idea of you didn't lose weight, You ate exactly the food that you're provided, and you didn't lose weight. And so now why didn't you lose weight? It's your fault because you didn't do the program, right? Because you didn't eat the food when you, when you were supposed to. So it's your fault. And this is another part of the whole diet mentality and the diet culture. It's like, we don't look at it and go, it's this program isn't working. It's that I'm the problem because I didn't work the program right. Or I would have lost weight. Yeah. Go ahead. All
1: right. Yes, yeah. that's true. I never even realized that that I was feeling guilty there because mm-hmm. I like had to confess. I didn't want to eat, so I told her, "Look, I don't want snacks. A Disney counselor for I have. <laughs> it's like a little confessional. We sometimes we're like a little confessional. I'm like a little confessional to you. And you're my like amazing <laughs> priest. Anyway, priestess. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I tell her, "Look, lady, I don't want the snacks and the dessert because I, I just cannot be trusted yeah, with them. I am faulty. Exactly." And so she said, no, that's not how the program works. And I said, well, no, that's really what I, I I don't, I can't do it. Like I can't do what you want me to do. I can't. And she's like, well, that's part of learning. And so anyway, I stopped going. I didn't want, because plus I was paying money for snacks that I was eating all in one day. So anyway, and they weren't that
0: good. (laughs) And what that also does is it really, it teaches that we don't, we don't, even think yeah. about our hunger. Yes and, and so point. because when we spend so long not even considering our hunger, then we lose the ability to even rec- recognize our hunger mm-hmm. cues. And for some of us it's pretty obvious you know your stomach starts growling. Oh hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm hungry. Um but what we don't recognize is that there are so many other signs of hunger. The word hangry is a thing these days <laughs> for a <for> reason. <laughs> You know, we don't start realizing that these these changes in our mood or this um, this kind of brain fog that we're feeling can be a, sim- a sign of hunger, or that our energy is just not quite what it was. Instead, instead of going, "Oh, that's right," I know that when I am hungry, I can. It's my blood sugar that's low, and it start I start feeling kind of sluggish and not quite mentally shut Oh, I'm hungry, and it's it's very sad to say that too many of us don't even recognize that because we have been taught to ignore our hunger because we eat prescriptively. You'll yeah. eat this here, this here, this here, this amount, and it has nothing to do with our hunger. So honoring our hunger. When we're hungry, our yeah. body is telling us we need to eat. And as and they're, um, also learning to recognize hunger can help us. It sounds kind of counterintuitive to say, mm-hmm. but it can help us with um, the this cold stone kind of situation. Oh, yeah. Um, when, when we go, oh, you, we may hit here on our hunger. It's like, oh my gosh, if I ate every time I was hungry, I'd be eating all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's like, mm, not so much. Not when we're really honoring our true hunger and we recognize it. Okay, well, I'm craving this, but that has to do with oh. I love oh. these, these salty chips, but it's not because I'm hungry. It's because my kids have got me up to here right now. So it's not, I'm not hungry. I'm stressed. Wow. And so it helps when we really start to recognize our hunger signals, then we can eat according to that instead of other signals. I
1: didn't even think about that. Like I didn't even think about the difference between craving and hungry. That sounds ridiculously simple, but I really, I've never even, yeah, that's a new, that's a new thing to think. Oh, am I craving it or am
0: I hungry? Yeah. So Again, because our hunger has been basically kind of trained out of us. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh next one is the third one is to make peace with food. Um, what do you think when, when you read that?
1: What like what is that?
0: What do you even think about that?
1: Well, I was thinking about that actually earlier today. So I was thinking about, well, your daughter just was in Paris mm-hmm. like three days ago or something. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Paris a few times and they like honor their food. Like they, they're serious about their food and they, you know, they make sure that it's, that it's whole, not all of it, of course, but you know, that you're, they're using the best ingredients. And, you know, I went to a farmer's market when I was there and I, you know, I speak French because I took some in college. So I was like, hey, Saba, you know? And I'm, touching, and I'm touching the tomatoes at this farmer's market because that's what you do here, right? Because some of them are good, some of them are bad. And he, the guy got super mad at me, told me not to speak French. <laughs> there are nice people in Paris. I met very many nice people in Paris, but there are some. So anyway, he tells me not to speak French. And then he's like, don't touch these, the food you asked me to it's all good and and he was right like everything was really really good because you know he wasn't just there like here's some tomatoes or he wasn't he was you know it wasn't the grocery store here's some tomatoes here was a man who took pride in whatever food he was offering mm-hmm. so much so that he was like don't touch it <laughs> yes. give it to you but you know like I was thinking that really felt like you know making peace with food is like
0: yeah like that. that
1: I don't know that, that I don't, I mean, don't know
0: know that made any sense to any of you, uh, and, and that's that's a good example. Make sense part of me, it. please. <laughs> but it also um, another part. That's an, that's a good aspect of it. But and and it is multidimensional. But making peace with food is also how many times have we met. Um, what we think we should eat or shouldn't eat mm. make us look at food as this is good food this is virtuous food oh, oh, this yeah. is bad food it is yeah. not virtuous food and so we get this kind this whole ugh. and even with foods that are that are we deem are virtuous foods if we eat too much of them then we feel bad about it and mm-hmm. so there, we have this whole Scenario that we play that is developed over the yeah. years for ourselves and our experiences and whatever input we've received that it that we just we have no <laughs> all right I'm going to stop that awesome. um, then we're going to we have this whole war going on yeah
1: well here's the thing like I like kale and I'm I do not no most people don't but anyway I do and so when I eat kale I feel like Shh. That's so good. Look mm-hmm. at me eating my kale, how great I am. And you know, I feel like if you were eating in front of a mirror, I bet you could see your halo as well. Probably shining it up. Yeah. Anyway, that's a halo. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Anyway, um, yeah. So I always feel like kale is a 10 on the scale of virtuous food. I never even really thought mm-hmm. about food having. Virtue value? virtue value yeah i never i never thought about that before but but yeah like you think about that and then cold stones like
0: hail you. is going to heaven
1: yes cold stone it cold stone. Mm. you go into the warm place where it's and gonna it melt cold, so yeah it's gonna melt it's how unfortunate i'll yeah. better eat it before it goes yeah but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it to melt <laughs> anyway but i but yeah i didn't even think about that i didn't no. think about like your food because you do like when i eat I used to eat kale a lot for breakfast. I mean, not for breakfast, but for lunches, for lunches. Although I have had kale salads for lunch, for breakfast. But anyway, because I'm weird. (laughs) It's baby kale, if that makes it better for anyone. Not for me. Okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But, uh, but people at work used to make fun of me with good reason, I guess. (laughs) But, but like they made fun of me because they thought I was thinking I was super virtuous because I was eating kale. Mm -hmm. Instead of you know whatever like instead of pop tarts yeah instead of pop tarts yeah but that but that but they were
0: assigning virtue to kale yeah. too like yeah. I never thought about yeah. that yeah in that also way just just making making just letting food be food mm-hmm. <laughs> just let it be and recognize that that when we can take away that that kind of power mm-hmm. and that kind of assignment, then we are in a much better place to just go, what food is going to serve me the best? Mm-hmm. So that that uh making peace with food. Taking away its, its is, power. Right is really good. good. It is not our enemy. And it, especially if we get really into the um the fear of gaining weight, then it's like even if we're eating a ridiculously low number of calories a day we're still every time we're eating we're thinking oh gosh what is this doing I hope I'm not going to get weight gain weight from this and so we just get in this whole I was in non-peaceful weight. state yeah okay. I was in
1: Weight Watchers once and this woman was like Weight Watchers is like a confessional too <laughs> where you go and like you tell everything so anyway so this woman was confessing that she was eating Like, too many blueberries a day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this guy who had been there a long time, he was super funny. Anyway, he's like, oh, honey buns, we did not get here by eating blueberries. (laughs) Which, you know, is true. Like, you just even, she was even feeling guilty about eating something that's like a superfood.
0: Yeah. Oh, you don't like the word superfood? No, I don't. (laughs) I feel like it's psychological manipulation. (laughs) Whoa. I do. Whoa! I didn't know that. Yeah, because it, again, it you you're a better person if you eat these foods, and it's and it's marketing and sales, and that is a completely unregulated term. Completely unregulated. They could if they thought that they could sell it, they could they could slap superfood on the pop tarts. Wow! So it's say it again. That was what? I mean, if you psychological manipulation, making you. I mean, and the foods that they. That some demis superfoods uh-huh. they're because they're nutrient dense and they're high in antioxidants and all these various things. But like, they are, um, and they are, and that's good. But it doesn't make them a superfood. Okay, it just makes it food that has those nutrients in it. Okay, that's all it is. But anyway, so that's just mine. Oh, no, I'll I'll I off my soapbox. No, I,
1: that's I, I I, like psychological manipulation
0: and like superfoods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we also mm-hmm. anyway. number four, challenge the food police. I mm-hmm. mean these food police can be interior or they can be exterior that so many people have um well, maybe you've had the experience where you've been somewhere public and like you know, maybe with family and you go back for a second plate of something, and at least one person kind of goes, mm-hmm. and so said your
1: plate. So much, yeah.
0: Is- you, it's very clear you should not be having a second. I, I see you. You are an eight, and you're having a second plate. Mm-hmm. That's food police. The, the interior food police that often comes from. I had somebody write and ask me about this when I had posted uh, a blog or sent out an email about this particular step, and uh, she's like. Completely agree with the external, but I'm not so sure about the internal. I think that just, to me, that's just self-control and Mm self-discipline. So what am I not seeing here? And the difference is the inner food place, two things. First of all, one of them um, can, when we hear often enough, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing it. Then we internalize that. And when we're going for a cookie, we think, oh, I shouldn't do that. That's an inner thought that we had, there's nobody there telling us we shouldn't be eating the cookie. Like me,
1: like but me with my
0: cold stone. Mm-hmm. There's how no, I was like, please don't come in anybody that I know. Right. Cause I got this huge thing. Nobody came in. That no. was all you. That was our right here. Yeah. Um, okay. well, so yeah, those that, so it can be exterior false ideas that we have internalized and they become our inner food police. Mm-hmm. So that we need to talk back to. Um, but then also it can be, um, this idea of self-control and self-discipline that this might sound kind of strange to say, but when we can really get to the point where we're eating intuitively, it doesn't require self-discipline and it doesn't require self-control because we're, we're eating, we're listening to our body. We're listening to our, our hunger and our fullness cues. And we're judging, we're not, we're Realizations about why we're eating and and being able to make our choices based on that. So it's not about I'm I may have an Oreo, but I may only have two. That is my self-imposed limit. That self-control, that self-discipline, intuitive eating is. Um, I'm not going to set a number of how many Oreos I'm eating because I do I I'm not going to have any because I don't want them because whatever or. Yeah, I really feel like an Oreo. I'm going to decide as I go along. I have, may take a bite of it and go, really all I want was a taste and be done. And if I have set this predetermined, I may only have two, then I'm going to eat those two. Yeah. And I'm going to feel like, I'm probably going to feel like, I wish I could have more. And we're, it's so it's mm-hmm. not about what our body's telling us, it's about the rules that we've set for ourselves.
1: So if you say you can eat as many Oreos as you want, like... Isn't that kind of just saying I'm going to
0: eat the entire thing? I'm yes, going to eat a that, sleeve. That is such a good sleeve, question. You know, that's such a good question. Such a good question. And that's where a lot of people get kind of sidetracked with yeah. intuitive eating. Is just like, oh, that means I, I, I have to eat everything, I everything all the time. Yeah, and it's not that because when we're really eating intuitively. We're going to know, A, our body is would fill up before a sleeve of Oreos. And so our mm-hmm. fullness cues, which we're getting to, would tell us, you're, you're done here. Mm-hmm. And um, we also would have gone, wait a minute, why am I eating this? And um, go, oh, you know what? I'm eating because I'm stressed. And I re- recognize that this is, let me go do something that's going to serve me better for actually alleviating the stress than sitting here and stuffing my face with Oreos, which I know doesn't work. And so we've already had that conversation. So while technically we could eat the whole sleeve of Oreos, it's very, very, very unlikely that we would. And in the event that we did being an intuitive eater, we'd go, oh, so no, there's a That lot. didn't serve me well. That didn't serve me well. That's not but I did it and whatever. And then we don't go, oh my gosh, see, I can't be trusted with Oreos. Yeah. I can't be trusted with cookies. I really just need to not eat these ever again. We don't go down that path. We go, oh, hmm, lesson <laughs> learned. And why, okay. I don't, I, I recognize now all these other things, how I might actually, my body feels and what this is not taken care of that I was hoping it would take care of and all of that stuff. So I was
1: just thinking when you're explaining it all, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of self-talk. That you have to do a lot of like, oh, do I really want this? this? Is what emotions am I eating? It sounded like an infinite amount of self-talk. But then you just said all that, like, why did I eat it? I'm terrible. I shouldn't have eaten it. Blah 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 blah. That's a lot of self-talk. That's a lot of self-talk. I just realized
0: that's a ton of self-talk. Um, <laughs> oh, it is it's just how many different self-talk. Yeah. Well, and too, and like if it with anything, the more we practice it, we we don't have to eat that whole sleeve or, or ahead of time we have this whole conversation with ourselves, because all we have to do is take instead of 10 steps down that conversational path, mm-hmm. we just have to take one and go, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like with anything, the more mm-hmm. we practice it, the better we get at it. And we don't, and it is at the beginning, it is a lot of, you know, it is a lot of conversations with ourselves. but as you just pointed out, we still have this conversation. It just, just different. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a good point. Um, So as uh so the food police can be yes. inner or outer and to just challenge that and not just when, you know, when aunt Gertrude looks <laughs> at your plate at the family reunion, when you've gone back for seconds, we don't have to go in our mind. Oh yeah. I know she's right.
1: Yeah. We can go, you know what, no.
0: Gertrude, if you're not having a two We've plates, all have had that hand too. Yeah. We all have that hand. Just whatever. Yeah. You know, that's her thing. It's her mm-hmm. stuff. Just let it be hers. Mm-hmm. Um And then do whatever talking to ourselves we need to to do step away from that yeah so um next one is to feel our fullness which is like the opposite end of the hunger you know we recognize that we're hungry so we eat and then we recognize we don't just go okay i'm hungry so now i'm just gonna eat whatever um it's okay what am i hungry for and then recognizing learning to recognize just as we've learned to recognize our hunger cues to recognize our wholeness cues. This is the whole I am
1: not gonna eat a whole Oreo right sleep. Right. Right.
0: Right. So
1: or even like
0: for me personally, Thanksgiving was a real telling thing with this because you know it's Thanksgiving and it's just kind of everybody just feels terrible on Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving dinner, right? Oh we just oh my God, okay I'm just gonna sit here and watch this football game and be in pain. You know, it's a whole thing. My stretchy pants, I got on my eating pants. That whole thing, and or oh,
1: we just go out. And play
0: we need to, yeah, we need now. We need to go move because we just ate all the food. Oh, yeah, or whatever. So just there's all of that, but really for myself, when I, I went, you know what? This Thanksgiving, I am not going to feel bad. However much I eat, I eat, and I'm not going to mentally feel bad or physically feel bad and so now it's and it's been a long enough time that I don't even think about it I don't again no self-control or self-discipline right. involved I rarely go back for seconds on Thanksgiving just because I don't want to and I realize that if I go back for more mashed potatoes now I'm not gonna en- I mean my tongue will enjoy it yeah. but that's the only part of my body that will yeah and those mashed potatoes are still going to be there and even if everybody ate all the mashed potatoes, there's going to be more potatoes at the store. And I can make more tomorrow if I That's want, it, when I would enjoy them. That's true. And so, but you know, it's Thanksgiving, there's going to be leftovers. I can have them later in the day if I'm hungry again, or I can have them tomorrow. But just realizing that this, this is not, I, I'm just not eating because you know, Thanksgiving. It's- and I can't yeah. eat on Thanksgiving. It's
1: just that complete abandon at Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. of like, I'm just going to eat whatever and I'm going to eat a ton of it. Mm -hmm. And whether I feel bad or not, that's too much, but like, that is like the kickoff for me usually, of. Just non like permission to non stop eat until January, until January. Like all the cookies that come about, all the like good things that only come at Christmas time, mm-hmm. just eat, 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 and feel guilty the entire time and think, Okay, well, that's right. then January's like, coming, I can yeah, get some right. my mom makes cookies only at certain cookies, she makes mm-hmm. cookies all the time, but she makes certain cookies at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and so I always like just eat a ton of them until they're practically gone
0: mm-hmm.
1: or gone. And there's like a bag I have to hide. It's, you know, the empty bag. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys ever had an empty bag that you had to hide, but anyway, <laughs> confessions, oh, sure pure so confessions. Funny. Anyway. But, so yeah. So this past Christmas, we've been talking about this for a while. So this past Christmas, I was listening to you and the like feel your fullness or, you know, yeah, feel your fullness and see, do you really want to eat it? So I go to eat my mom's cookies. I'm at her house. Well, I live with my mom. So anyway, I can, that's even extra hard. So I go to, and I think to myself, I am going to eat these cookies and I'm not going to feel one ounce of guilt. I'm just refused. So I had like long time talks with me as I was eating this, these cookies, like these two, she makes snowballs and the lemon bars and they're like the best in the entire world. And so I'm there eating a snowball. I go back to eat another snowball. I'm like, do I want this snowball? Because I'm practicing mm-hmm. myself. Talk. Do I want this snowball? And then I had a whole conversation with myself. If I ate it, then I wasn't going to feel guilty. And so I thought, well, I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to feel guilty because it's Christmas time. And it's the only time I get these. And I'm not going to feel guilty. So I ate another one. Now I went back and I looked at it and I thought, I had three. I'm feeling good. If I want my mom to make snowball cookies in February or June, I can ask my mom. Hey, mom, please. And she would do it. And so there's not like, you know, the it's desperation. Not, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it worked. So there's hope is what I'm saying. Not always am I doing it. Obviously, Cold Stone. But, <laughs> but there is hope because it really did work. Like that was the thing that I was so... I was actually really surprised mm-hmm. that that,
0: re- what you said really, really worked. And it wasn't the self-control and it wasn't mm-hmm. the self-discipline that mm-hmm. you went, raise my limit, done. Yeah. uh uh-uh. That leaves you then still going, white knuckling it. Mm-hmm. It was the, I'm good. Yeah. And, and really that's so much more respectful mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And, and and this the- this leads into the next step, which is, yes. and you know, we'll get back to your and mm-hmm. because I think it'll tie it's in good. with this. No, you're going to gonna say it. Discover the satisfaction factor. You're going to say it. I don't need to say it. The when you when we do this, there's so much more satisfaction. There's so much more satiation than um, I don't know if you've ever had the experience. I hear it's happened to some people. No. <laughs> But where you just eat something, and if you're if, if you're we're eating that shame or whatever, and we think, we just kind of eat fast, and so we because we know we're doing something, it. and then later it's like you don't even a you don't even really enjoy it, yeah. and b you don't even sometimes remember. You know, remember? it's like oh my gosh, how did I eat a whole sleeve of Oreos? How did that even happen? Yeah, and when we're being mindful about it like this, and um being letting it be satisfying mm-hmm. then it really I mean just tell about your I, tell about your M&M's I'm just gonna say, or, I, just gonna say that. I, I have learned and it's not that I do this every time but um when I really am like okay M&M's and if I just if I eat them really attentively usually I can be satisfied with three M&M's and it, I, it was shocking to me when I realized that. It's a little crazy, but it was like I don't even want anymore. i this is because this you are appreciating every aspect of it, right? And, and, yeah, and like and it satisfied was it satisfied the the sweet that I wanted at that moment in time, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like I want something sweet. Oh, we have M&M's. Oh, I'm just going to eat these m and <laughs> you know? yeah. And then I end up eating who knows how many and not even really, re- not having appreciated because I didn't allow myself to just really be, to take the time to appreciate and be satisfied and to, to allow myself to really take pleasure with that food instead of just eat it because I wanted it. And there was all this shame and there was these shoulds and shouldn'ts and all of that involved um, When I really just went, you know what? I'm just this. I like M&Ms. I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah, and that is a M&Ms. lot.
1: You are far more advanced than I am. <laughs> I don't think I could just stop at three M&Ms, but I you stopped but the
0: whole three snowball abuse. That's true, and you really enjoyed that it? Again.
1: Yes, yes. I just think that so it's such a great example. Your M&Ms of if you eat them and you're satisfied you can stop. Yeah. Are there some
0: days you're like 5 MMs would do? Yeah. And, and, some, there other days like like, and there's other days that, I mean, there's other days it's like, nope, I'm having, you know, the whole, the mm-hmm. whole little snack size bag or even the whole. You have
1: candy um, in your house. Like she has a beautiful, she's right. got a beautiful farmhouse here <laughs> where we are. And you have like a candy bowl mm-hmm. in your house, a beautiful crystal, pretty one. And it always has candy in it. And I think I'm not sure that
0: we could have a candy ball at our house, no, and there would always be the candy. There were, yeah, there were a lot of years that I didn't. Oh, Because really? I couldn't. It's so like, I'm. Are you kidding me? If there's candy out in the open. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'd be in that every time I walk past. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've gotten to the point now where it's like it's not a big deal for me to have that there. That's and so, I mean, I knew people before who had candy. Year, and I was time, I was like, how can we do that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: My sister does. My sister has candy. Every time I go there, I eat all of it.
0: <laughs> she says she doesn't mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't, don't know how candy. Come yeah. eat it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, really allowing ourselves to take pleasure with food is a big one. And, be, and, and allow it to satiate. as allow yeah. us to be satisfied. I think, and for it, me,
1: that's a huge was just a huge learning experience for me to go through like am I going to feel guilty or am I not going to am I going to let myself and not feel guilty Mm -hmm. you know and trust that Mm -hmm. that I think was the biggest thing was to trust that I could eat like as many cookies as I wanted Mm -hmm. I gave myself permission for that and, and have, and give myself permission and really trust that I did want to stop when mm-hmm. I, when I felt full. Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, trust works. me, unless you have something trust. medical going on, that's, that's messing up your, um, your taste and your, <laughs> then your, <laughs> your, your body is not going to, if you give yourself permission to just eat, mm-hmm. you're not going to live the rest of your lives eating only Oreos. I think, people, I think
1: that's a scary thing. It
0: is. It's a very I think it's scary, a
1: really scary thing. Very scary thing. Mm-hmm. So you know it. Recognizing that.
0: We're gonna add another um, we're gonna add another principle of intuitive meeting.
1: <gasps> are we making up our own?
0: Yeah. Oh, check trust out. <laughs> you can trust, trust yourself. yourself. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, and then number seven, coping with our emotions without food. Um, that's this is <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. One thing to be said about that. The emotional eating is a term that we hear a lot and it's like, it's, it's always termed a problem. So let's look at it. Are you it, saying it's not a problem? Well, let's look at it one way. Okay. This way being, are you a human being? Do you have emotions? Yes. Do you eat? Yes. Do you ever have emotions while you eat? Yes. You're an emotional eater. Okay. Would you like to not be an emotional eater? Would you like, to, because what's the alternative? Well, you're eating without emotion. So it's a oh, robot. Oh. I'm robotic, but I'm eating. You I have, have no emotion. emotion. Right. I'm a cyborg eater. I have no emotion while I'm eating. I have no data from, oh, data. <laughs> so, Star Trek. I'm, um, Star Trek. Uh, uh, I have no emotion while, or or Spock. I have no emotion while I'm eating. It's like, it's not. really good with the <laughs> science fiction. <laughs> Star trek messages there you go yeah. All right
1: away well that's about as good well, as it was. Yeah. but we so it's like we Let's So we go. want to yeah. eat like what you're saying yeah, is that it's impossible to eat without emotions exactly. is that what you're saying it, it
0: i mean i there are times when we are pretty emotionless <laughs> <laughs> so i think it, it. deadens them. Mm-hmm. and we have um this we want I mean when we're at the family reunion and eating that food and enjoying being around our family that we love that we haven't seen in a long time do we want to take the joy out of it because joy is an emotion. yes so yes. don't enjoy yourself while yeah. you're eating when you're with people that you love and so there's that side of it yeah. so i have an issue with that for that reason now you're stressed when we're eating be when we're when we let our emotions trigger eating and we're trying to deal with our emotions by eating. That's when it's, that's when it's a, that can be a problem because, but even not, even then, not always, sometimes, honestly, it's, it's just going to be our best option because if it didn't work to eat when we were stressed, yeah. if it didn't satisfy that, yeah. then we wouldn't do it. Yeah. It does calm us. It does relieve our boredom. It does help us feel less lonely. It does, it does these things. Yeah. But if we're recognizing that that's what we're feeling, then we can look at it and go, you know what, maybe, well, maybe lot- this food is not what's going to help feel me feel less lonely. So what is, and then we can really address that, the actual emotion that we're having in a way that's really going to help it long-term and not help it for as long as we're numbing it with however much we're eating of whatever we're eating. Yeah. I think a lot of diets say that, you know, I think
1: Weight Watchers probably said that like, you know, check and see before you eat, whether you're bored or Mm -hmm. sad or whatever. I think a lot of diets say that, but I think you're talking about it. If I understand it, it feels like you're talking about it in a, like a profound way more, right?
0: I I, I think so. Because then it becomes part of our intuition instead mm -hmm. of just a, and so don't eat then.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's (laughs) That's what it is. Like, know that you're feeling whatever it is, mm-hmm. stressed from work. Mm-hmm. And so don't eat. So don't eat.
0: Yeah, that's the, that's what, the prescription. Then what does that do with the stress that you're feeling? Yeah. It does nothing with the stress that you're feeling except for leave you going, i um, uh, uh, yeah. uh, feeling lost. And Can you ever just eat if you're stressed? Well, like I said, sometimes it really is going to be the best option that we have. I mean, because sometimes when things happen quickly, we don't have time to stop and go, okay, no, visitor, we don't have... And so occasionally, it 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 really is going to be the stress relief that we need. You it's know, the, it's the if we're, guilt. If we're If we're in the hospital with our best friend who's just been in a car accident and it's late at night and we don't know how they're doing and the only thing available in the vending machine is candy bars, and then, yeah. You know, it's like in that situation, I, yes, I'm, this is how I'm dealing with my stress. Or if we're driving cross country and we're starting to fall asleep and we've tried rolling the windows down, we've tried playing the music loud and blasting it, and we're just falling asleep. And what's keeping us awake is the peanut m ms mm-hmm. eat the peanut m ms That's yeah. a better <laughs> option than crashing the car. I feel think- so it's like there are times, and that's part of the intuition of it is mm-hmm. the, um, really understanding the why and really is this the best is this what's going to serve the best mm-hmm. overall in this moment i think if you can let go of the guilt at least for me mm-hmm. i think
1: so i drove not across country but i drove to utah and we live in california and that's at like driving across the nevada desert which is
0: long and not and not really good at keeping you away no <laughs> and
1: i and I did it. We just, in fact, we just came back. My, point doesn't matter why I was there. I was there. Anyway, and I was driving back and I got like, and I hadn't been eating a lot of stuff and I got well, all the things that make me stay awake. Cheez-Its like mm-hmm. and, and red vines and candy, whatever. And I just thought, just eat, who cares? Like if it if it's entertaining me more than the like tumbleweeds going by me and that's literal tumbleweeds. <laughs> Then, yeah, then that, and I didn't feel guilty, and I ate, I ate like all the red vines, and I was like, all right, so that happened. Yeah. So I mean, it's possible.
0: Yeah. And so it's like to be a combo. Right. Right, and the better we get at intuitive eating, the the more that we practice it, the more we're going to understand mm-hmm. that when it really is, you know, what the best choice is. In the mm-hmm. But um. again, this is where we don't. So, this one sounds very good to very easy to try to make it into a diet rule and it's not. Yeah. So, also,
1: we're talking about a ton of food. I hope we're not making yeah. you guys hungry. Um, next
0: one. Drink water. Oh, really? That will fill you up. We haven't even gotten to our five resources yet. I think I feel like we kind of need speak this along a little. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Um, I just didn't have anything to apologize for. I've been talking too. Okay. We're chatting. Um, yeah. We could do a part so, two respecting our body. And that is not the same thing as loving our body all the time. <laughs> the, well, body positivity is another episode that we will do very soon here. Um, but re- really respecting our body. And that's, I mean, that kind of goes, speaks for itself, I think. in, in what we're doing and how we're doing it. And uh, we're going to talk more about these, all of these. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, yeah, well, I, I imagine in the future, we'll have like a whole episode about each one of these at some point. Um and then exercising, the nine is exercise and feel the difference. And that is a whole different thing from yeah. exercising. We're trying to, yes, in yeah. our exercise episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that. That is, I think just, the I think that was number four. I don't know. Anyway, one of our, we haven't done too many. You don't yeah. have to go too hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. exercising for the sake of how we feel uh, and I'm talking and not like Oh, I feel fantastic because I just forced myself to, to do this or whatever, yeah. but the, the difference that it makes in the functionality of our bodies, instead of trying to, um, use exercise to reach a certain weight, instead of using exercise to try to make ourselves a certain shape or to, um, reach, a, you know, to atone for food that we've eaten yeah. or all these various things, but really to, to, it's so much related to the, how our body feels. Mm-hmm. So. And then um the last one is honor your health with gentle nutrition.
1: That sounds that sounds like you're eating pudding and jello and soft bread. That's what that sounds like to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that gentle honor
1: your gentle. Maybe some like you know
0: <laughs> grits <Okay>. or <laughs> Oh, it has nothing it's to do with the real. texture of the food. <laughs> gentle, gentle nutrition is the uh, contrasted harsh against harsh nutrition. The rules oh. you, must oh. you must eat this much, okay. you see this much. You see the rules of you know the the kale is more virtuous than um, the whatever. Yeah. Um the it the is. gentle nutrition is is just this recognizing that there are foods that are going to serve our body better and so but not choosing those foods out of you know strictness and rules and harsh nutrition we're gonna have
1: to talk about that Mm -hmm. not i mean not now but we're gonna have because Mm -hmm. like i'm still just seeing like pillowy
0: (laughs) pillowy rolls and (laughs) oatmeal (laughs) So let me me see what's a hard, what's a hard food. Yeah. Gentle nutrition can include, um, nuts that are not soft. and It can include things that are not soft foods. Okay. This is not a post-surgery liquid diet. (laughs) What? All right. Well, that's good. Gentle nutrition. There you go. Um, I'm going to really quickly flash up the, the screen of the, um, principles. What did we talk about once?
1: about treating this you said in gentle nutrition oh, oh. you told me this once about treating oh. it like not like a not like, oh, what well, was it oh, was gentle nutrition me. you shocked me Should be no. about to shock you as soon as this Get
0: ready. yeah <laughs> no to treat to treat food with and your body with the respect it deserves and not oh this isn't satisfaction okay and not not like a filthy one-night stand. <laughs>
1: So funny coming out of your mouth. She's so sweet and kind. Like, I can't even imagine. So it's not like a filthy one-night
0: stand. All right. It's, it's the respectful. And I just think it's a, really, for- yeah,
1: it's a really good, like,
0: visual isn't quite the right word that I meant. <laughs> I'm not saying visual is
1: really yes, You do treat it like that. Like, it's a guilty pleasure or, you know, Yeah. Yeah, and not so it's not like that, right? It's love, it's real love. It's love. So it's not super shocking, you would say, but
0: right. a little. <laughs> Chiba knows so what they are. So now maybe we can get to our you know, okay. internet fast because we don't have episodes that are okay. four hours long. Um, So our <laughs> the <it's a laughs> quiet. I don't just <laughs> it's a podcast, and you ne- we need to stop talking. Okay, we oh, stop talking. We have nothing here. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah. anyway, you, you um, can talk. Resourcey, we both are. Okay, so,
1: so resources for you, and we like talking to each other, so that helps. <laughs> uh,
0: you can see okay. something a little corner. Intuitive eating, the book that is by this is like the OG, where where things started, um, by Evelyn Tripley and Elise Resch. And um, going along with that. So I'm going to buzz through visual quick. So I can pull these down. Good visuals for some of these. Maybe I'll put this back up in a minute. Um, so there we go. Here you go. Intuitive Eating. Um, it's This is where this all comes from. It's a really great book. I'm sure, you know, for some of you who aren't readers, that might look daunting. So I'm 100% sure they have an audio book. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Next resource is... And the workbook that goes with it. It is a separate thing, obviously. (laughs) Um, But this actually gives you exercises to do, which is what workbooks do. So it like takes the stuff here. It's like, okay, now here, this is for this. And this is for, let's get this put into practice. So separate resources. First one, read the book or listen to the book or whatever. Um, And then the workbook that goes with it, if you want to get going on that. Um, Next one is... Oh, health in every size. Um, it, this is, this can just help us get past a lot of our beliefs about what we have to look like in order to be um, good and virtuous people <laughs> and healthy people. Um, this is but not,
1: food is not about virtue.
0: <laughs> right, right. So here we go. So intuitive eating the book, intuitive eating the workbook, health at every size, um, which doesn't mean that everybody is healthy at every size. It means that the size that you are when you are practicing good health habits is can be a healthy size. Um, my mom dealt with this. Her husband, I might have mentioned this before, but um, she got married the second time later in life and her, her, her husband had lost his prior wife due to ill health. And so my mom was what is termed as overweight, and he was very concerned about her health, which, you know, yay, he loved her. He was concerned about her health. Um, But she she said, it took me the longest time to convince him that I wasn't unhealthy in spite of my weight. And it's like all of her, you know, all of her labs are really good and everything like that. But that's a foreign concept to a lot of people that because weight is often equated with health mm-hmm. or ill health, and that's just not the case. So Health at Every Size is a really good resource for, for that. Uh, the next resource is Food Psych Podcast. We have something for listeners here. Um, so uh, she the Food Psych Podcast itself is actually done. She has over 200 episodes that you can listen to. She has morphed into Rethinking Wellness, uh, Christy Harrison is her name. So if you're a podcast person, that's, um, listen to the, the food site episodes are much more about intuitive eating. So that's a good, if you're a podcast person that wants to like have a podcast about that, then that's a, a resource for you. The next one, if you're an Instagram person, Colleen Christensen, what I like about her is she is an intuitive eating dietitian. She's a registered dietitian. And, um, she makes these videos that just make it so easy to understand and they're entertaining. And, um, she talks about huh, having no food rules. If you can imagine from the name of her. Yeah. Her account. Um, That's so what we've been talking about yeah, yeah. So she's a fun one. And, and, uh, she really is good at, um, at explaining that no food rules just doesn't, doesn't mean just eating all the things all the time. It's, this is anyway. So if you're on Instagram, I recommend to follow for her. And then there's a bonus one that it's a bonus because I have not actually read this book. I have listened to some of Carolyn Dooner's stuff, um, but I have not actually read the book. I have just heard very good things about it. <laughs> She's laughing because the reason that I opted away from Carolyn Duner is because I'm just not real big on swearing. And I, I it's like all her information <laughs> that I heard from her and, and her take, i like her take on things. Um, but I can get that information elsewhere without all the swearing. So, so if you like it's swearing, the, it's the, F, <laughs> the F it diet, but she does not oh use F it. <laughs> she uses the actual As uh, the actual or, word. And the she uses, uses it word. often. Oh, she does.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I like swearing. So I'm going to read the book. <laughs> Oh, I like swearing extra. So this is for the people who swear. Yeah. Like, here's the Instagram, here's podcast. But if you swear,
0: then here's the book <laughs> for you. Is a, this is a warning for people who. Oh, a warning.
1: Yeah. I think, I think if it, go it go. says the aphid diet, people probably, probably get probably. an yeah. idea that yeah. it's um, not safe for yeah. work that's unless true. you work. <laughs> I say that, but every place I've ever worked, yeah, people say that. Hard. So that's not true. It's not safe that's for it. church. There you go. Depending In SFC. <laughs>
0: it's um, not depending of,
1: on my church it, it, any church well who I knows mean, I, I don't know well no there may have gone churches that's where so they're oh, not swear, that's <laughs> not the thing but you don't swear <laughs> in yeah. church that's the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think although so although i have anyway by accident um, but yeah let's just say that podcast and that uh, i think she has a podcast i'm not even sure but anyway you would not be able to put it as child friendly okay so there's not much your sure children's square right. too. so yeah, unless it's not an issue for you. So, whatever. But the whole thing okay. is yeah. that
1: the diet, she's saying, like, effort diets, like, right. get out, right. like,
0: mm-hmm. go fornicate. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't think that's what she's saying, but. Yeah.
1: It's time round, round, yeah we' a little corner I was saying you guys can't see how red I just turned
0: <laughs> here
1: I'll stop sharing so you can see
0: yeah I think it's time we stop now apparently. yes yeah yes. so thanks for joining us and sticking through our shenanigans mm-hmm. and uh until next time this is nourish nourishing body body and, and soul. soul do that. Yeah, do that.
1: Okay, so this is embarrassing because I've always made fun of people who did this,
0: but like and subscribe. <laughs> Turns out it's important. Well, it's only it's it's only it's important because if you like what you're listening to and seeing and you want to find it again, it makes it easier for you to find it and then also it makes it easier for other people to find it. Mm-hmm. So if you like us, it, like. Like 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 us, yeah, like yeah. Like put a ring on it, like us, yeah. yeah. Then like and subscribe, and it'll make us easier to find. Hey, it's Tracy. If this was helpful and you'd like more, follow me on Instagram at soul, or on Facebook or YouTube at Nourishing Body and soul, or you can find my website at nourishingbodysoul.com. Thanks for tuning in to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Before we wrap up, we just want to remind you that the information we share in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended for medical advice. While we hope you find our discussions helpful, we strongly recommend that you seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider before making any changes to your diet, exercise routine or any other aspect of your health. We also want to make it clear that the host, guests, and producers of this podcast are not responsible for any adverse effects or consequences that may result from the use of any information or suggestion discussed in this podcast. We care about your well-being, but we can't take responsibility for individual outcomes. By listening to this podcast, you agree to indemnify and hold harmless the host, guests, and producers of this podcast from and against any and all claims, damages, liabilities, costs, and expenses arising from your use of the information provided in this podcast. We're so grateful for your support and we hope you keep listening and learning with us. Thanks.